This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. Time for another edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFelco, and we have a loaded show for everybody today as we are kicking off the NBA playoffs. I guess I should say tipping off. And we've had playing games this week. we got two more tonight that Mike and I are going to break down. Those aren't technically playoff games. Kind of has that playoff feeling to it a little bit, though, and there's a lot on the line for four teams tonight. The Bulls will get going against the Bucks on Sunday. We've got Major League Baseball, so lots of fun stuff to discuss on the show. And, Mikey, we had another winning weekend last weekend. We were all over Scotty Scheffler. We had an NBA winner. So uh, that's what we keep doing. We're giving out winners, and we'll try to do it again on this fine Friday. Yeah, and uh, Randy at uh, Houston, uh, the Astros. That's right. We go, we go undefeated. I, I took Scheffler across the board, basically. I mean, you got I got him at 12-1. to 1. I know you got him at 14-1. to 1. And then, uh, you know, he uh, top five, top ten. I mean, it was a beautiful thing. And uh, you know what? He's just a dominant guy right now. And I hazard to say he's the next big thing because I thought John Rahm would be sure. uh, doing that by now. But now he's lost his uh, mojo, so to speak. Believe me, uh, I was happy that Tiger finished. Although, you know, I, I was mystified by his putting. I think that's the one thing maybe he ignored trying to come back, figuring I can read the greens, but he can't read them the way he wants anymore. But it was good to have him back, good to see him involved again. Uh, uh, I'd like to see him play seven, eight tournaments. I know he's committed just to the majors right now, uh, but Shepler's the hot ticket going. And then we got the NBA, we got some playoffs and uh, play-in games, and then uh, you know, I had to just talk. I just talked to my uh, mother's boyfriend about uh, the White Sox game tonight. Uh, he's he's younger than my mom. He's 88. And my mom thinks they're playing in an apple orchard. She has no idea it's Apple TV. She thought, was it like Field of Dreams? I go, no. I go, no. So so tonight's going to be an adjustment, especially for the 55-plus class that oh. I live around out here. But uh, That's a good you know, point. Oh, big time. That's an excellent point. I don't think a lot of people in my area will watch it, but I think a lot of younger people will watch it. But you know what? Progress. You gotta. You gotta keep uh, uh, trying. You gotta keep trying new things, and uh, we'll see how that goes across with the with the fan base. Pretty good matchup too for Rays White Sox. You know, with Dylan oh, Cease yeah. on the bump tonight. So, uh, well, yeah. you know what, Carm? I did something. You'd be proud of me. I said, you know what? I'm I'm tired. I'm tired right now from handicapping every day. Mm. So I took, and me and BB took four teams for the season, and uh, we took the Rays. Over 89 and a half. All for 500 bucks, folks. That's it. Our $2,000 investment for the year. We took the Red Sox under 85 and a half. The Tigers under 78 and a half because I figured you'd like the over. Yep. It could be something me and you could talk about. And the Cubs at over 74 and a half. Right now, yeah, like the that. Rays are 4 and 3. The Red Sox are 3 and 3. The Tigers are 3-4, and four, and the Cubs are 4-2, and two, so so far, so good. Yeah. But you're a week away from having a six-game losing streak or maybe a, a six-game winning streak. But it keeps – it's a bet every night for you. Yeah. you got interest for all four teams. That's right. That's a good point. Uh, so we got a couple of big playoff games we're playing. I, mm-hmm. I you know, want I, I got to correct myself technically. They're not playoff games. They're playing no. games. Mike and I are going to talk about both of those. What have you made of this play-in tournament now that we're three years in? 
Uh, the first year, maybe you throw out a little bit because it was so weird with COVID and we were coming back off the interruption of the season. It was the bubble and all that. What have you made of the idea? Uh, uh, look, it's not going to go anywhere because it gets them an extra week. It Even, stinks. You think it stinks? Yeah. I, I, think there was the second, one... I think the guy on second base stinks in the 10th inning. I think a lot of the changes that were made for COVID should be changed back completely. You know, I mean, the, I mean, the Lakers had a shot. I mean, as late as, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. That's ridiculous. I what mean, look, the, the, Spurs, the Spurs had a shot for crying yeah. out loud. Now I they're mean, out, but I mean, yeah. I don't think, first of all, if you're under 500, you shouldn't be allowed to participate in anything. <laughs> I really believe that. I mean, uh, you know, if you don't, if you can't win, I mean, you know, we, we, we laugh at the bowl teams, you know, yeah. that are six and five, right, right. and yet we see pro teams now getting in. You know, or almost getting in with with records that are just a, a deplorable. Come on, you yeah. Know? I mean, the Pelicans were thirty six and forty six. They Come still on. have a shot at it. The Spurs were thirty four and forty eight. I mean, oof. it's ridiculous. Yeah, they don't deserve to be in. I don't. It looks. It look. And you know what? I mean, what happens if the Pelicans get hot? Or you you know, and you're knocking out teams that ended up having pretty good records. Now you give them credit. Uh, but maybe Brooklyn's laying in the weeds, too. Yeah. It just gives people or teams an excuse. You know what? We're going to make the play-in game. Let's take it easy during the regular season. I think it takes away from the regular season. I liked when they had eight teams, when they had the eight in each conference. Yeah, I mean, so far, there's been four games played. We have two tonight. There, yep. You know, uh, one of the four was really good. I mean, the Minnesota Clipper game was great. The, I thought the energy, the atmosphere in that building was fantastic. Uh, the late comeback, even after Carl Anthony Towns fouled out, and he was terrible in that game. He's it, always it, terrible in big games. I mean, it, there's something about it, and it's you know. For, well, I, he better he better show up he, uh, tonight. I mean, you know, this weekend. Beverly. Yep. I mean, y'all, they're talking about Morant and Beverly. Here's what I'm going to tell everybody. Well, it's going to be a good matchup. I think it's going to be a good matchup, but Morant, I heard his comments, doesn't seem concerned. He's a hell of a talent, but Patrick Beverly's a junkyard dog from yes, Chicago, so he be is. careful. Yes, he is. And That's I love a great the guy. point. Marshall High School, yeah, I, 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 Sylvie and I were saying it earlier this week. I, we've always kind of wanted Patrick Beverly on the Bulls, you know? And there was some rumors that he was gonna they were going to acquire him last offseason. I would love to see Patrick Beverly at some point. You know, he's a guy that a may uniform. not score you a lot of points, but he stops people from getting points, and he also gets in people's heads. Oh, absolutely. He's a miniature Rodman, absolutely. sort of. A miniature Rodman, the guard uh, version, if you will. Doesn't do the outrageous and fan, you know stuff that Dennis did, but he will get inside your head. So we'll see what happens. He sure will. So here are a few trends for everybody. Uh, these are things that you have to know for tonight's two games, and these will determine the last two playoff spots. It's Hawks, Cavs, it's Pels, and Clippers. And we'll dive into both games, but yep. just a few trends for everybody. Home teams this year, this week in this play-in tournament, 4-0 straight up, 3-1 against the number. The last two seasons, we'll throw out the bubble year that first year. Let's look at the last two seasons. Home teams have done very well to the tune of 9-1 straight up, 6-4 and four against the spread. The only home team to lose was Golden State last year when they lost to Ja and the Grizzlies at home. So the home teams, I think, feeding off the crowd with a lot on the line really seem to do well in these games. The first game is the Cavs at home against the Hawks. The Cavs are the underdog. By two points. By two points. A lot of that is because Jared Allen is, as we record the show for everybody, is still a coin flip. He's 50-50 to play. And that's significant because when Jared Allen plays this year, the Cleveland Cavaliers are 35 and 21. When he doesn't, they are 9 and 18. He means that much to what they do, especially defensively. Uh -huh. And if he doesn't play, Mike, 
Boy, Trey Young, the, the the lights are never too bright for Trey Young. I mean, he comes to play in these games, and I think Atlanta could maybe go in there on the road and steal one from Cleveland tonight. Well, he's opposite of what we were just talking about with that guy from Minnesota. He you is. Know? He comes to show up, and he shows up. He's different than Towns. I will say this. Uh, I think his points, rebounds, assists are supposed to be like 45 tonight or something like that, mm. so that you can depend on him. Mm. But you want to know something? If he doesn't go... Nobody. We were just talking about who's more important to who. How about him? How about him being the key engine oh, on that team? No doubt. Without, I mean, without even any argument about it. No doubt about it. Last year in the playoffs, in the one playing game this week, Trey Young, 28.5 points per game, 9.6 assists per game. I think he doesn't mind being I mean, the villain. He doesn't mind hostile territory. You saw how great he was in the Garden in that series against the Knicks last yep. year. He's just unafraid. And he, he's been hot down the line. Absolutely. Uh, totally unafraid. Um, Hawks have not been a great play as a road favorite this season, and that is the case tonight. We told you they're a small road favorite. They're just 8-9 and nine against the spread as a road favorite. Cavs are 9-5-1 and one against the spread when taking points at home. But really, is it comes John down Conkac to Allen. still on the team? He's not. <laughs> I mean, they've been gone. For, I mean, when you talk about the Atlanta Hawks, you want, and now the downtown area has been revitalized, if you will. Uh, it used to be like a, 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 basically a haunted house to go in there. It was empty and stuff like that as far as their home base is concerned. He's gotten them revitalized. The downtown area is revitalized in Atlanta. So, uh, you know what? I'm wishing them nothing but the best. I don't have a dog in this fight. Mm. I'm leaning a little bit towards Cleveland. Okay. Because Atlanta, you know, with Trey Young, it just seems like, wow, you you can't beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. And death in hand makes me think that maybe that guy's going to play tonight for Cleveland. There's another game a little bit later out on the West Coast. We'll preview that one. We'll talk Bulls and Bucks. Series prices for some of the other uh, interesting matchups as we officially get into uh, round one of the NBA playoffs tomorrow and Sunday. Remember, the Bulls play at 5.30 in Milwaukee, game one on Easter Sunday Do they have four games in five days? Did I count that? Could that be? That can't be in the playoffs, right? I thought it was Sunday... Tuesday here. Let me look real quick, Mike. Right. Hold on. Let me. Uh, I'm bringing up the have... schedule right now. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, I, unless they adjusted it because of the Sunday, I thought they were going to play. Uh, give me a postseason schedule. Here we go. Okay. Sunday. No. Sunday. Wednesday. Okay. Friday. Sunday. Yeah. Okay, that's good. right. It's Sunday to Wednesday, and they play late next Wednesday night. Uh, night. It's a TNT game at 8:30. Some some crazy injuries. I mean, this Luca thing. It, you know, it's not looking good for the Mavs. So we'll get into all that as we preview some of these NBA playoff series that get underway this weekend. We'll talk about the hot tickets for sale right now on Prop Swap with our guy Luke Pergandy when we come back. We'll get some ponies from Jim Miller later. We have a few best bets for everybody before we're done. So uh, we're just getting warmed up, folks. Don't go anywhere. We are coming back inside the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap here on the ESPN Chicago app. You'll get the encore replay every Saturday morning from 8 until 9 before Conor McKnight and White Sox Weekly. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you. And we are joined now by one of the founding members of PropSwap.com and the great PropSwap app. And coming off of a fabulous weekend for those guys 
with the Masters, and we roll right into the start of the NBA playoffs. But he joins us each and every week. Luke Pergandy is on the line. Oh, it's time to grab a bag what's, for the NBA. What's up, boys? What's up, time, Luke? Oh, yeah. Great time of year. We like this. Uh, NBA playoffs kicking off, I and mean, we had the play-in games. we got two more tonight, but the playoffs really get rolling tomorrow and Sunday, including uh, our beloved Bulls, who we don't think have much of a chance. But this is when people should be shopping on the app, on the website right now. Uh, lots of NBA tickets, I would think, for sale in terms of uh, you know playoff MVPs, finals MVPs, and most importantly, who's going to win this whole damn thing. So what are the tickets like on the NBA right now, Luke? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing what, what happens when a guy like LeBron James is not playing in the postseason for the first time in a long time. It, it kind of gives teams better odds. It makes it a more level playing field. You know, we've just had to deal with him being in the postseason for so many years. So, um, you know, here we are with, with no LeBron. So, you know, a couple teams that are for sale that have really good odds, better than every sports book in the country. You can get the Warriors just to win the West at 4-1 to one odds, and they're plus 350 at every sports book in America. So I'm shocked that ticket's still for sale. It'll cost you about two grand, mm. um, but it would pay 10000 uh, if the Warriors just go to the NBA Finals, they do not have to win at all. Yeah, and I'm looking at uh, some of these other matchups. I, I, I got to believe, I think people might be panicking on Philadelphia. I know that I'm hearing a lot of, you know, Nick Nurse over Doc Rivers and, mm. you know, Toronto. They got their stuff together. Harden's not going to work out. Yet I see that for the series, Luke, they're minus 180. Are people selling or, or putting Philadelphia tickets up right now, or are they going to try to hold on at least for the first round? Because if, if they don't win the first round, this whole thing's been a debacle for Doc, Harden, oh, yeah. and Embiid. Oh, yeah. Uh, agreed. Uh, if they don't beat Toronto, uh, Doc Rivers is gone, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion. I, I don't think Daryl Morey will be on the hot seat just yet, but obviously they kind of leverage the future. Um, we're trying to go out and get James Harden a little bit after the break. So, you know, um, yeah, I still believe in that team. Like, I realize Harden has not played his best, but, like, a year ago, this guy was one of the best scorers, like, ever, you know? So, I I just – I still believe in the Sixers. I saw an interesting ticket. So, the Sixers are about 15-1 to 1 mm-hmm. to win the NBA Finals, but you can get James Harden to win Finals MVP at 40-1. to 1. Nice. Oh, wow. So, wow. you know, I'm not saying that he should be 15-1, to 1, but I also think 40 is too high. And he's a free-throw machine. Be- He's a free-throw-making yeah. machine, and if, if yeah. you know you got somebody guarding him, he starts drawing those fouls like he used to, you get 12 to 14 points sometimes at the line alone. But easily. Easily. Um, so, yeah, kind of like that ticket that got posted. Yeah, I, I think the Sixers can still do it, but, yeah, their odds have went down. They peaked at about 7-1 to one right after that hard-end trade, and now they're down to about 15-1. to one. Brooklyn's odds went down once the Boston matchup was set. So I guess, you know, the odds makers are saying they had a better chance against Miami than Boston, which I guess I kind of get. Boston's playing great basketball in the second half here. Uh, speaking of Boston, we have a huge ticket for sale. Uh, odds on them at 9-1 to one odds. Yeah, uh, to win the NBA Finals. They're about 7-1 to one in every sports book. So two really good deals. Warriors to win the West and then Celtics to win the Finals. I was going to ask you about the Celtics. I'm glad you brought that up. So there's one example, but that that's kind of what we're always talking about when you you know, you could if you had a ticket from earlier in the year when they were somewhat of an enigma and they they kind of stumbled their way through the first 30 35 games where yeah, they were odds, like 500. Yeah, like I mean, I, yeah, their odds were a lot higher than 9 to 1 certainly. Oh, they were than 
The Celtics were 101. We've see, seen 101 tickets see, get that, posted. That's what I mean. So, like, you you know, people need to realize they're really sitting on gold if you have one of those tickets, right? Because if you got in on them months ago, uh, it's just it, it's so valuable right now for a team that completely flipped the script and flipped its season in the second half. Totally. Completely agree. Um, a perfect example of a team that was 101. Now they're about 7-1. to You can sell that for 10x. And the Bulls, too, man, like we talked about, Selling Bulls futures when they were peaking in that first half of the season. We also mm. talked about selling DeMar DeRozan MVP tickets. Uh, obviously, the Bulls aren't out yet, but their series price is outrageous. Oh, yeah. It's like minus 700 or something that Milwaukee's going to win this series. So, um, minus yeah, they're in, yeah, they're in trouble. Um, so, you should have, not saying they're out yet, so we can't say, told you so yet, but definitely could have sold that Bulls future back in you know January for five times what they started at. Yeah. Uh, PropSwap.com, the PropSwap app. It is free and simple to use. So check it out, especially with the NBA playoffs tipping off. Luke, thanks as always. Have a great weekend out in Southern California. And we'll talk to you next Friday. Appreciate it, boys. Looking forward to it. Have a good weekend. See you, buddy. Oh, don't get sunburned. <laughs> Put on a hat. There's our guy, Luke Pergandy, at Luke Pergandy on Twitter. Make I sure sort of like right, Boston's minus 145 right now against Brooklyn. Yep. Brooklyn doesn't play any deep, but once again, maybe they've been lollygagging around. Maybe they've been sandbagging. Maybe they knew they had it. They did have that situation with the vaccine with, with uh, Irving. I just yeah. don't see a third guy. I don't I'm see. I'm with you. I, I think that's the problem, and I just think Boston, they got some players. Look, a bird ain't walking through that door. I don't think they're household names. Tatum's a household name, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're right. Jalen, I mean, some of these other guys, they're, people don't even know who they are, but it just seems odd to me. You got Durant, you got Irving, and yet they're dogs. I think you touched on the most important thing. They don't have really a third option no. because Seth Curry has an ankle injury that yep. is obviously – limiting him and are, are Kyrie and Durant good enough to win a series yeah they're like two of the 15 you know the best 15 or 12 players on the planet yes they, they could but I think you hit on an excellent point I think the depth of Boston even yep. without Robert Williams and who knows maybe he sneaks back into the series if it's a long series if it goes six or seven games I think that ultimately is going to be the difference. How uh, about Jason Kidd here? Jason Kidd, the other night they got a 20-point lead. He's got Doncic Don, uh, on the floor, geez. and then he ends up uh, getting hurt, and now it's a day-to-day type of thing. There's no way, after I saw the series price, I'm even going to touch this. No. If you don't have, it's a shame in the NBA when they do this load management stuff, and a guy actually wants to play, and he gets hurt, but it looks bad right now. Utah gets a break because I think they were going to get their butts kicked mm-hmm. if he played. But now you got to go day to day. If anybody wants to come back and, and play while he's hurt, it's going to be him. But uh, it, it just was a – if you look at it now, to have him in there with a 20-point lead, people can – he's open for second-guessing, period. They're the first pl- official playoff game of the, the, the year. They're the first game tomorrow. And word is, Luka Doncic is not going to be able to I play. Dallas is at home as a five-point dog to Utah. That, that'll tell you all you need that'll to know. That'll tell you all you need to know. That's it, right there. And, the total and, and Utah is uh, a first-round. They were going to be a first-round loss away yeah. from them cleaning house. Yep.
I well, mean, I think they're gonna. It. I think Gobert. I think they'll end up like looking to push Gobert somewhere because they want to yes. keep Mitchell. How I, about Quinn Snyder? That's a good question. There were some rumors about the Lakers, but then I also read something this week that said internally he was really upset the way they handled the Frank Vogel firing and that he's kind of soured on the Lakers. Absolutely. Who the hell knows? Mark Jackson's the heavy Vegas favorite if you look or at the really odds want to get that job. Do you Ooh. really want to coach LeBron? That, that, doesn't mean, that doesn't mean Davis can't come back next year and, and they could propel themselves into another realm. But it just looks to me, and they're haunted by the fact that the rumors are out there, whether they're true or not, I think it probably is true, they took uh, Russ Westbrook over, over DeRozan. Yes, and that was a LeBron decision, mostly. And that's, a, that's an absolute shame. It, yes. It, it, I saw this. This is from uh, courtesy of Vissen. Uh, DeRozan is plus 330 to be the leading scorer in the Buck series, hmm. while Giannis What's is Giannis? minus 300. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. A twisted ankle away. That's all. <laughs> That's I mean, true. you don't want nobody to get hurt, and I love the freak. Oh, yeah. But you, there's nothing we We just talked about Doncic. There's people that got him for MVP, and he got hurt. But would you take a flyer couch change on DeRozan? Yeah, three thirty to one, or you know, well, Levine is nine to one. Uh, but you know, mm. he's disappeared. That's interesting. Look, I don't know that he's no healthy. Shot. I heard it was yeah. minus twelve hundred. It's minus. I saw minus a thousand this morning. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, Those were my odds of getting out of sixth grade the first year. Like I, I overcame them. But I don't think that <laughs> See, many upsets people can't can. happen, Mike. Upsets. <laughs> I mean, upsets happen. I came through with a good finals. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> what? Uh, you know That's what I'm great. saying? But, but uh, I just, I mean, when when the odds are like that, uh, yeah. And you know what? They did it to themselves. The Let's, Bulls couldn't win a God blessed game. The injuries hurt them. They ended and DeRozan stopped making. He couldn't keep making last second shots. Right. How many games did we actually win that we didn't deserve to win the first twenty five well, games of the season? Think about six or seven. Think about that crazy run he went on when he was oh. t- he was tying Wilt Chamberlain records. But they were winning every game by like two and three points because like, he was hitting like a, a, a fadeaway jumper from the corner. Right. We'll talk a little bit more about that Bulls Bucks series, and we we had to preview the second game. We already talked Hawks yep. Cavs. We got to talk about the second game tonight, the final playoff spot that's going to be on the line in the uh, winner-take-all game between the Pels and the Clippers out in L.A. So we'll do all that when we come back. Still lots to do. we got some baseball we're going to hit on. Jim Miller will have ponies in a little bit. We're cruising along. Don't go anywhere. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Back inside The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco every Friday. Now that baseball's back and ESPN 1000 is the home of the White Sox, uh, mostly Friday night baseball games. So just like last summer, you're going to uh, have to tune into that app to get us every Friday afternoon. The ESPN Chicago app, make sure you have that. You'll always get the encore replay here yeah. on the station Saturday morning, rolling into Connor McKnight and White Sox Weekly. But 
Yeah, lots of uh, interruptions, obviously, because of the baseball season and the White Sox playing on Friday night. So we encourage everyone to make sure they have the app on their phone and you can just get us there. And the nice thing Absolutely. is, you know, one, two o'clock on a Friday afternoon, you're coming home from work early. You can listen to us. on. I listened show. to the show four times last week. And you know what? The White Sox, uh, they're on the stage right now. They got a very good opportunity. Uh, we're going to still be on Saturday morning. You know yeah. what? It's going to be very relevant, but the podcast is great. It's up early. Randy, make sure of that, you know, and so uh, I'm feeling good. It's on I'm demand. Feeling loose. On demand, baby. Yep. Absolutely. Pelicans Clippers tonight. <laughs> Clippers, uh, a four-point favorite at home, two and a half, uh, two fifteen and a half. Pretty small total for this game tonight. A lot on the line here for the Clippers. You know, if they're if Kawhi can get back, and who the hell uh, knows what if is he it, can? What, what, can we find out what's wrong with them? Who knows? Well, I mean, he definitely had a knee injury, but when it comes to where he is in his rehab or his timeline, Ridiculous. it's only him. There's, there's, you know, it's this is what comes with having Kawhi, and we know he's great. But I, this I, is, I, I can't believe that this guy, there, there's nothing out on him. I, I, he misses all these games. The NBA has to figure something out for everybody uh, to make this sport look more credible than it does at the regular season, at least. My God. I mean, some guys are just playing AAU schedules. It's I, crazy. If he can come back, you know, first of all, they have to win tonight. They blew a 10-point lead on the road in Minnesota with about eight and a half minutes to go. Uh, yeah, and, and with what's his name on the bench? With with Cat on the bench, yeah. exactly. Now they certainly Minnesota certainly appeared to be better without him that night. Anyway, but yes, with Cat on the bench, they blew that lead. They can win it if they can win tonight. They're in, and if Kawhi somehow could come back, it does make the West maybe a little bit more interesting if Paul but George we're, and Kawhi we're saying, play yes, just like with Doncic, you know what I yeah. mean? There's a lot of unknowns. Yeah. Here, how do you even bet the series? How do you bet the series? Not knowing if he's coming back or not. Kyle. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. I, I wouldn't touch it. I mean, I got a couple games uh, series for later that I'll do. I'll tell you the one I like is this uh, Denver plus 210 yep. against Golden State. Mm -hmm. I don't mind that one. That's one I would take. That would be my upset. I'm not saying they're going to win, but if I had the lean, I'm going with uh, probably the MVP, right, Jokic? Yep, I think so. Yeah. If, if, I had, if I wanted to look for a good price where I was going to get some plus money, on one of these series. Plus 210 against Golden State, which hasn't got their legs. Steph's been, you know. Well, they're just not still. Look, Steph's been hurt. Yeah. Raymond's not healthy. Clay is still, let's face it, it really takes and like you're playing a, a year to come back from that ACL injury. So I'm with you. Yeah, I, I think I might put a little change on that. Not not big, not one unit. What do you what do you have to lose? I mean, you know, Golden State has not, I mean, it's not the same Golden State team that it was, folks. You got a lot of injuries now. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens. The other one that is slightly interesting is Toronto. Matisse mm. Thibault, who is Philly's best perimeter defender, can't Ooh. play the road games in Toronto because he's not fully vaccinated, which I don't get. He got one shot. Why wouldn't you get the second one? I don't understand. But he can't play in Toronto. Okay. So that takes away Philly's best perimeter defender. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, like, the and there's just something about the Raptors, man. They're well-coached. They're yeah. long and freakishly athletic. Like, I still think, we were talking about with Luke, like, push comes to shove. I think Embiid is going to have a big series. I think, like, I think he wants to prove a lot of people wrong. There's two guys in the playoffs that got something to prove. Towns yeah. and Embiid. 
Because I think he was out there lobbying for himself to be MVP. He's probably not going to win. Right. I think he wants to go out there and show everybody, like, this is how good I well, am. I hope so. he does. And Harden's going to drop fouls. James Harden's got to drop the fork a little bit, get, get more involved. But, uh, you know, here's, here's what we're going to hear. What happens if they lose this thing? Are they going to oh bring God. this whole crew back? No, Doc How do you out. ask if you're Harden? How do you ask for $50 million extension or whatever it is a year? Yeah, like $47 million. How Look, do you I, do that? I, I'm if, assuming Maury's going to give it to him. Uh, I don't know why he would have traded for him. Wow. If, but but Doc will be the sacrificial lamb this time around if they, yeah. if they get bounced. If I had to pick two underdogs in series in the first round, and they're not totally complete yet because we're talking about this before the uh-huh. playing games, before we know the eight seeds. But I, I would pick, and the eight seeds aren't going to be the one seed anyway. I would pick, like Mike said, Nuggets. Okay. Yep. And if you really forced me to pick another, I'd probably say Raptors. Not something that I want to bet, right. but if you just said pick one, I'd probably say Nuggets and Raptors. They're only, Boston's only minus 145 right now. Yeah. I mean, you know what? And everybody still looks at that Kawhi's gone from Toronto. But like you said, they got some good players on that team. Oh, they got a great coach. Great coach. You know, Siakam's got to come through, right? He's had an unbelievable second half. Right. I mean, like, he's just playing with a lot of confidence. Scotty Barnes, their they're rookie out of Florida like, State. Is, he might be rookie of the year, he's right? fantastic. Well, I think uh, who's, who's going to get it? Uh, not Cade, but. Uh, Kid from Cleveland. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Evan oh Mobley. yeah. Evan Mobley's going to win it. By the way, Garland on Cleveland's my favorite road player. He, he may be. He's good, man. Man, Darius Garland can play. He, he can and play. Well, that's what we got tonight. He's another guy that's kind of fearless. Well, you know? got Garland against Trey. Yeah, pretty good tonight. Not bad. See, it's not bad. Like, we no. might not love these the, the idea of this, but, you know, a game like tonight, to, to see Trey Young, you know, with the I shot walk, to get I, in. He seems like such a good kid. It would be good for Garland and and, and them to win this game. Uh, Kevin Love's found his niche. He was, yeah, coming off the bench. Well, he was always relegated to the third-star role. He never yeah. got comfortable with that. LeBron started sniping at him. Now he seems like he's a leader. You know, he, I, when he makes a mistake, he takes the, the heat, you know. for, yeah. for it. I, I watch a lot of their games, and I love the Garland kid. I yeah. do. Uh, one other thing to note about the NBA as we get into the playoffs here, and uh, uh, Mike and Luke t- touched on this very briefly when we had Luke on talking about some of the things that are for sale. If you've got a team that you yep. like, maybe you already have a ticket. Maybe you like the Suns to win it all. Maybe you have a ticket on the Bucks to win it all. Maybe you have the Celtics to win it all. Maybe you got a, lo- a little bit of a longer shot on like the Grizzlies to win Not it all. Not everybody's going to win it all. No, but what, I, <laughs> but what you should do yep. is look right now at the – Finals MVP odds and, you know, correlate the team that you've got a ticket on with a player. For example, let's say you've got the Bucs. Let's say the Giannis is 6-1 to one right now. If the Bucs win the East and go back to the finals, Giannis will not be 6-1 to one to win MVP. So bet it Good now. Point. If you like uh, the Celtics, Tatum's 8-1. to one. If they win the East, Jason Tatum will not be 8-1. to one. So... Just look for those little correlations maybe right now and back up. If you have a ticket already on a team, you might as well look at that team's best player and say, uh, I'm going to back them up. If you believe in Philly, you know what? I've got a ticket on Philly at uh, 12 to 1, and if Philly's going to win it all, it's going to be because of Embiid in all likelihood. You can get Embiid at 18 to 1 right now. If they get to the finals, Joel Embiid will not be 18 to 1 to win MVP. So just keep that in mind. legacy is on the line in this series. I don't well, care I mean, what he's he, done in the regular season. He's been a team wrecker, a coach firer. He's on his fourth team, and he's got a hell of a talent. But his legacy, I think, is on the line in this series. They went all in with him. I can't disagree. I mean, his his playoff legacy at this point is— Nothing. 
right. It's 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 nothing but disappointment. It's it's uh, eleven turnover games on, yes. on three of fifteen shooting. I mean, it's like you know, in being the, like in the biggest games, it, it's yeah, the legacy is. Non-existent. You know, guys get tagged. I mean, Brett Favre won one Super Bowl. You know, Aaron Rodgers won Super Bowl. You know, guys get tagged in other, in other leagues for not coming through. When is Harden going to take the heat? Oh. I say now. I say, you, Daryl Morey, they traded some nice pieces for this. So let's I see know. what happens. By the way, I hate the, well, he only, somehow one has become the new none. You know, like, and it, and I think it's because of Tom Brady, because the friggin' guy's got seven, and it's like, oh, well, Brett Favre only won one. I'm like, come on. I mean, I hate that. That's just me. Dan I'm Re- with the yeah, it's just Well, McMahon won one. What we always say, the Bears, <laughs> right. the, the Bears could have won more. We always say that. We, what could have been? You know what I mean? I it's, know, but it's and, like, man, I, I don't know. Well, you don't think I say Jordan, if he doesn't retire, would have won eight straight? I, I say that all the time. It's crazy. Yeah, Clyde guy, Drexler was going to take over those two years. Guy, that way. Guys like Brady and Jordan ruin it for everybody else because they win so many. Like, yeah, hey, you know, that guy, guy's only won two. <laughs> you know what? Uh, listen, everybody regrets pictures. For Brady to ask Elon Musk to get his picture off the thing if he buys Twitter, the combine picture, Tom still hates that thing. <laughs> you, you ever take that classroom photo of yourself with your tie loose and you look like a goof, you know, and it haunts you forever? Yeah. <laughs> this is what drives Tom Brady. He's still pissed off about He's his combine He's mad about the photo. combine photo. I mean, my Lord. Right? When we come back, we'll talk to Jim Miller. We'll get some ponies Jimmy! for everybody. We'll give you our best plays, too. A couple of baseball games I want to talk about. So uh, we'll do that before we get out. Out of here, don't go anywhere. Mike and Carmen coming right back with you. We are the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. Carmen and Mike with you each and every Friday on the ESPN Chicago app. Encore replay Saturday morning. We got one final Derby prep race. We're inside a month to the Derby. We got uh, racing all this weekend, uh, tomorrow and Sunday, even on Easter Sunday, this holiday weekend for everybody over at Hawthorne. So let's get some plays from one of our favorites. And he's always a big winner, one of the great handicappers in the country from Hawthorne Racecourse, Jim Miller. Happy Easter, Jimmy! <laughs> I love it, Mike. The amount of people that refer to me by Jimmy, Jimmy! nowadays is fantastic. It's through oh, the roof. It's awesome stuff. Thank you, Jim. Love it. And you guys do have racing, thoroughbred racing, this holiday weekend, Saturday and Sunday, right, Jimmy? Plus, the book will be open if people want to come watch the NBA playoffs. Yeah, that's right. Book open each and every day. They've been opening earlier, staying open a little later just because of all the MLB action, the all the NBA playoffs that are going on. So it's really good to see. And we've seen a lot of that crossover wagering, which I really enjoyed the first couple of weeks of live racing for the thoroughbred meet. A lot of the thoroughbred players playing the sports and vice versa. And that's what we were hoping to build and grow. And we're definitely seeing it pay off. Love it. You know what, Jimmy? Are you going to have bonnets on the horses on Sunday? Easter bonnets? <laughs> you going to have a special fifth race or something where, you know, I like the horse with the pink bonnet. I like the horse with the gray bonnet. You going to do something like that? That would be awesome if we put bunny ears on all the jockey helmets, <laughs> too. How cool would that be? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that would be perfect. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a, that's a Bill Vec idea if I ever yep, heard one. Let me absolutely. tell you. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Just dress, out, dress up our outriders as the Easter Bunny as yeah. they're going around the uh, course, it. too. I love it. Hey, Jimmy, uh, how do you get that crossover action like you were talking about? I mean, what? 
are there are there special promotions you guys try to do, or is it just you hope that the horse player sees that book, wanders over and says, "Oh, this is a little interesting," or vice versa, where that that gambler that likes to sports bet goes in, sees the book, and then says, "Oh, yeah, I can also bet," you know. Hawthorne or any track around the country, around the world for that matter. Is that how you guys have seen kind of like that crossover thing working? Yeah, it's a couple of things, Carmen. I mean, first and foremost, you want to get the bodies in the building. So there are food and beverage promotions, ways to draw people into the sports book at Hawthorne. The ability to make your wagers right there and cash right there and have money in hand helps. But then after that, it's actually exposing these players to the racetrack. And by doing that, you have the sports book right up on the windows where it overlooks the racetrack. So you may be watching your game, and you look down, and you see the horses passing by right in front of you, and people start asking about that. And what we've seen now is we have hundreds of TVs in the book. Now you're seeing a handful of those TVs pop up with the races, handful of the TVs in the simulcast area pop up with sports wagering. So you're kind of seeing it mesh together, but it all comes with getting the bodies in the stands and then just exposing them to the racing or to the sports book and just getting that interest built yeah, that love, way. Love it. All I want to do is I want to apologize to Randy and uh, <laughs> Jimmy if I can. I know we had a uh, quite a Little League uh, Gab Fest last year when we were talking about pitch count. I didn't know that your kids had the same pitch count as Clayton Kershaw. So, uh, <laughs> I, I would just like to apologize hey, to Mike, both of you. Know hey, I, got, I got a great one for you on this because I was a pitcher too and I've been coaching for a long time. I'm not a huge believer in pitch count because unless nope. you count every warm-up pitch, every pitch between yeah. innings, and every pitch in a game, it really doesn't matter to me. But the thing too, find out how people are feeling. Some kids can go longer than others. Some pitchers can go longer than others. Ask them how they're feeling. One kid may be a 30-pitch pitcher. Another kid may be 50 to 60 pitches. But until you really know and learn about your kids, that's the only way to find out. My son threw 75 last night, which is the limit for his age. Yep. So it is about Clayton Kershaw. I'll tell you, if a kid's got a perfect game, I got to go over the limit. We didn't have Do a perfect game, so <laughs> you'd get. We didn't have a perfect game going anyway. So when he got to seventy-five, uh, he did give us three innings. I yeah. said, "Okay, you got to be done." And then he milked it for everything it was worth this morning because I was telling him, "Hey, you should go home, put a little ice on your shoulder, well, like, never like the big up. leaguers do." You know. And then this morning he woke up, ah, "Dad, my arm's hurting a yeah. little." My arm, I'm like, "Yeah, your arm's hurting. You're dead." You know that Fernando <laughs> Valenzuela Lasorda let him pitch one hundred forty pitches. To get to, to get to get where he wanted to go. To get a what? To yep. get a uh, no, the no-no? I think it was a no-no. Think it was no-no. Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan, 120 was never unheard of. And, and the one thing I will say, though, guys, in this scenario, look, if that were Walker Bueller, Walker Bueller's going back to the mound. Clayton Kershaw went from October 1st to mid-January without picking up a baseball. Well, that's his yep. fault. But, but he was hurt, Mike. He had an elbow injury. And and he and he said he told. When isn't he hurt, Carm? Well, that's and that's exactly why they don't want to push it with him. Okay, I think that's why. Boy, you got a chance to be a a perfecto, and you got eighty pitches. I mean, I understand, but I mean, if you're going to be afraid to throw ninety pitches, what happens if it's eighth inning? It's only a six pitch inning. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, he had even said he hadn't thrown more than 70 pitches, I think, and that was, like, in a sim game. He went from from the first week of October to the mid-January because of his elbow where he couldn't even throw a baseball. Do you think Max Scherzer would have let Roberts take the ball from him? No, probably not, but that's it. But he's also Max Scherzer. That's where you got to know your guy. Exactly. That's the thing. I think there are differences. I do. Look, Walker Bueller's going back out there in the eighth, let's face it, right? (laughs) I mean... He would have. All right, Jimmy, there's one more prep race, right? It's a smaller one, but we, we're three weeks away from the Derby. We got one more prep this weekend? Yeah, one more prep. It's the Lexington Stakes, Stakes from Keeneland, and it's interesting because this used to be the traditional weekend for the Arkansas Derby, so it's not unheard of for a horse to come out of a race this weekend and then come back three weeks later and run well in the Derby. For me, 
I don't think anybody, guys, is going to come out of the Lexington and make it for the Derby. But here's my place for the weekend, guys. Okay. In the Lexington Stakes, that's race nine at Keeneland on Saturday. I'm playing the eight-horse Strava across the board. This horse is 20-1 to 1 in the morning line. Mm. Ran third in its last out to Cyberknife, who won the Arkansas Derby two weeks ago. And then two Hawthorne plays for you guys on Saturday, both again across the board. Race four, bet the one Agave Kid across the board. That one's four to one in the morning line. And then race seven, bet the five Red Flag Alert across the board. A horse that's returning from races at Gulfstream Park. All right, so here's a play for uh, the Lexington Stakes. This is at Keeneland on Saturday, everybody. Race nine, the eight horse across the board. And then two Saturday horses at Hawthorne, the hometown track. Remember, it's thoroughbred season there. Fourth race, number one horse across the board. Seventh race, number five horse across the board, right? That's right. Build up the bankroll for NBA playoffs, boys. Happy Easter, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. You got it. Take care. Jimmy! Easter Sunday, Jimmy. There we go. Beautiful. Oh, I love it. Couple, yeah, um, couple other baseball notes, then yep. we'll uh, we'll give you our best plays. Just want to mention this. Cubs-Rockies tonight. Uh, at last check, when Mike and I are doing this, uh, taping the, the, the podcast this morning, Cubs are at about even money right now in Colorado. They won last night. Marcus Roman, very small sample, but three career starts in Coors Field. 2-1 and one with a 161 ERA and a .727 whip in Denver. How about that? 3-1 oh, all see, time against the Good to see the, the former Cubs. Rizzo lost about 20 pounds. Good to see uh, them uh, put their nose to the grindstones at their new places. They're getting out to a good start. Yeah. Uh, it tells you what kind of country club was going on there in 16, 17, after 16, 17, and 18. I mean, Rizzo looks streamlined, looks great. He's got that short porch. Javi sat out last night, but he's been off to a good start. Javi's off to a good start, yeah. Yeah, and Chris Bryant. So, Very good you start. You know what? Uh, change of scenery was good for everybody while the Cubs are doing well also. Stroman's got good career numbers, yes, as I mentioned, does. against Colorado, and Herman Marquez has bad career numbers against the Cubs. They They've pounded him. I know this is a very different team, but he's got a 7.53 ERA career against the Cubs. Maybe a little sprinkle on Cubs even money tonight. And one other thing, uh, interleague play, the Giants play in Cleveland, but Rodon, Carlos Rodon, the yes. former Sox, is making his second start. He looked great in his first one. Yes, he did. Plenty of experience against Cleveland. 20 career appearances, guys. 18 starts. How about 7-5 and five with a 2.90 ERA and about a strikeout per inning? Rodon always pitched pretty well against Cleveland, so maybe take a look at Carlos yeah. Rodon and the Giants at minus And I'm looking forward to seeing Johnny Cueto get called up because uh, that's I don't know happen. if Vasquez, Velasquez is going to get the job done. He pitched well the other day. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But he, he was pitching live batting practice the other day. Yeah. So they're trying to push him along. I got two cards for, Go uh, for the series, for the NBA. Love it. I'm going to take Philadelphia minus the 180 over Toronto. Okay. And I'm going to take I'm going to go with the Celtics and over Celtics. Brooklyn. But that one's only a one-unit play because of the, uh, I guess you would say the pedigree on uh, Brooklyn right now. Got it. Okay. Philly and Celtics for the series. Yep. I'll give you one play for tomorrow. The second game will be T-Wolves at Grizzlies. Grizz are laying seven. Uh, they've got a great home crowd. They've, I love that team. There's a there's a moxie and a swag and a confidence mm-hmm. about them. I like them a lot. Plus, I think the T-Wolves might be a little bit spent after all the energy and the emotion they poured into the playing game. I like the Grizzlies minus They're seven. They're tired from the celebration. Night. I think they might be a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I like Denver plus the 210 to take the series from Golden State. Couch change on that one. little couch change on that. Yep. Maybe uh, double up your money. So there's some plays for everybody. Wait a minute. Mike. What about Randy? I'm going to go with you, Carl, but I'm going to go Memphis first quarter minus two and a half. Okay. Ooh. And Memphis first half minus three and a half. All right. We're loading up on Memphis. On fire. Let's hope the Grizzlies uh, do us proud. 
Mike, you have a great weekend, buddy. We want to thank uh, Tyler Rocky and Randy Merkin, as always, for helping us with the great podcast. You get the Encore replay tomorrow morning on the radio on ESPN 1000 from 8 to 9 before Connor and White Sox Weekly. And thanks, as always, to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. And most importantly, thanks to you for listening. So uh, have a great weekend. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Passover. And we'll see you next Friday. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.